0: recording it right now i just started hey this is uncle Hyman, and he's going to tell us about the magnolia tea so dad gonna tell the story again yeah yeah just tell me what happened okay so
1: who's listening nobody just who's my just audience?
0: just the cousins all the nieces and nephews <laughs> yeah i know all right okay so, all right, so. what happened
1: here it goes all right so First of all, the story starts with grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa Gabriel, since he was very young, always said he was gonna die. And he shared it with everybody in the family. Like it like you mentioned, it's like Sanford and Sons where Fox always wants thinks he's gonna die. Well grandpa was the same way, he'd always say, I'm gonna die next year, I'm gonna die in five years, I'm gonna die in four and the irony is that, you know, he's ninety eight now and
0: He's healthier than
1: Obviously most he of us. And the reason he thought he was going to die was because he thought he had a bad heart. No one told him. He never saw a doctor. He just <laughs> diagnosed himself at a very young age. I'd say we started hearing these stories when he was in his mid-30s.
0: How old were you? And uh, When you first heard,
1: well, I'm, di- I I'm the dying. Magnolia, when, the Magnolia, when the Magnolia incident happened, we were pretty young. We were probably about 9 or 10. Oh, wow. And... Uh, so one day he decides, and again, we don't know where he got, came up with this idea, but he said, you know, if I drink the tea from magnolia leaves, uh, it'll cure my heart, and then I won't die. But he was always telling us that he was going to die, and Ralph and I, I, I was a blunt of a lot of that. I don't know if anybody else heard it, but Grandpa, we lived in, we lived in the housing projects, and he worked in Beverly Hills.
0: G Manufacturing so, Company.
1: There's was a foundry, a real ugly, horrible foundry he worked in, right in the middle of Beverly Hills, in a real nice area, but it was hidden in the back of an alley, and, and Grandma Josephine would clean houses in Bel Air, so yep. I ended up at a very young age helping Grandma Josephine clean houses. They, I'd get up during the summer or on the weekends, or whatever, and... I'd drive in the car and I'd go with uh grandma Josephine and she put me to work all day it was an all-day job so I got to know the neighborhoods and the houses and the stories behind there so I realized that they were so so you really grew
0: up in Beverly Hills Simon
1: I grew up I'm a kid from Beverly Hills (laughs) transplanted to the housing project you're you're the prince of Beverly Hills But I could go up there today and show you the houses that that I worked at. And uh, Mr. Phil, Mrs. Lyon, the Pomeroy's. That's great. So uh, what happened was that Dad got the idea that if he got these, Grandpa got the idea if he got these magnolia tree leaves and he cooked them and he drank them, he would live a very long time. So he and I knew that they were magnolia trees in Bel Air, and I'm talking about the most beautiful parts of Bel Air. They have these beautiful trees right down the street, and so he gets it in his head, he throws Ralph and I in the car, and this is not in the middle of the night, but this is kind of like after work or something, or maybe a Saturday, because it was bright daylight, and we did it several times. He drove to Bel Air, found a tree, parked about a half a block away, and then told us to climb the tree and take (laughs) the leaves off. But he was protected. He was in the car. But here were these two little Mexican kids walking up, walking down the street, and then Ralph and I somehow got up these trees, pulled off the leaves, threw them all down, and then we collected them, and then we'd go back to the car. We had no idea that we could get arrested, that we were on private property. We were just obeying Grandpa. So we got it in there, and we did that probably for a couple of months. I know we kept going back, and then you're kidding. He'd get home and he boiled this stuff, and one day I asked him if I could taste it, and it was the most horrible stuff I <laughs> ever drank in my life. But he drank it. He believed in it, and we were stealing magnolia leaves from from the uh, from the trees in uh. Beverly Hills, and. So so he uh, he drank it and it must have worked.
0: Yeah, I think it, to this day we better go out and get some all of that the, all his, magnolia all his tree.
1: Brothers heart, his brothers died from heart attacks.
0: Wow. Hey, you know maybe we should yeah. tell maybe we should tell the uh, the spice shop to to uh, order some magnolia
1: leaves. The, the tree leaves. Yeah. Can yeah. we add that
0: into your the budget? Irony
1: there? That, the irony is that he's ninety eight. Yeah what i'd be real curious to find out is when he's lucid today i'd like to go back and ask him uh about it oh that that yeah uh, and
0: you should you should yeah that would be great you know you were talking about the houses you cleaned do you know that laura was in a sorority and you know ucla on the on that side sorority row kind of place you know not, not, not on yeah, the Wayburn yeah. side, but the other side. She was in an all-girl sorority, and I took mom to go see Laura do a ceremony there for her or something, you know. And she looked at the house next door, and she said, "Oh, that's where." And I don't know if it was Mr. Pomeroy, at a late age, used to live. And she knew
1: the house.
0: She knew the house next door, and she said that. That window is where he would look out over here, and I go, "Why?" He says, "Because he loved to see all the pretty girls that were sorority girls."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that amazing? And she and I go, "You're kidding." Good. She goes, "Yeah," and she goes, "Yeah," and and that and so the house right next door to Laura's was owned by the person that she she worked for. Yeah, and that was that was awesome.
1: Well, when we when I drove her from Ronald Reagan. When we went in that van from Ronald Reagan Hospital to,
0: to oh, where she is now. Tarzana home. In home. Yep. The home. Mm-hmm.
1: She was all drugged up. Mm-hmm. She could barely sit up. I had to hold her up most of the way. Mm-hmm. And yet the driver took the back roads of, he didn't want to do 405. So he took to all these windy roads. It was horrible because she couldn't hold herself and I was having to hold her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we drove through all these little roads and lo and behold she started recognizing the houses Ugh. she knew exactly where we were at because we had spent I mean, she spent years up there cleaning those houses and today i mean i if i go up there i know i'd recognize the homes right away
0: well i just remember um, the pomeroy's house was right above ucla and uh man that place yeah. was bel air and I, it was a mansion. I remember we I took mom for a drive with with Amy. We drove through the neighborhood, and she showed us some Pomeroy's house. You know, it looked like the White House to me. You know, and uh, and I remember being young, very young, and dad dropping mom off there. And I remember all these kids because Pomeroy's had like seven kids or something.
1: Yeah, they were Catholic.
0: Yeah, right. and, and they ran up to her, and they it was like the Sound of Music. You know, they were all like clamoring over oh yeah, you know. And I said, Damn, that's my mom. <laughs> you know, and I have never seen moms. Oh, she's so kids nice. Kids, and kids, she's giving them the kisses and hugging them. I go, who is this the most
1: exempl- I thought the most impressive house was Mrs. Hill. Yeah, she that, had was, that brick house and you had to climb all those stairs. Yeah. And it was all made out of brick. And uh she had a lovely rose things- garden,
0: remember that? The roses yeah. in the back. And
1: I remember going in the house and thinking, I wonder what white people eat. Because <laughs> 'cause I've never been out of the projects. And so I What do they eat? I I worked my way to the refrigerators <laughs> in all the houses I was in, and hundred percent they never had any food in it. And what happened? And and I remember Mrs. Hill, I think she had a jar of olives. That was it. And she you know, she must have gone out to eat all the time and it was I couldn't figure it out why a person that had so much money Isn't that amazing would not have a refrigerator full of food. And the same thing were with the other houses. They had food, but they weren't loaded the way I thought they were going to be. I just had That's this like funny weird idea that these white people who were had these mansions were would fill the refrigerators with a lot of food. <laughs> and they, they didn't. They were <laughs> Well, whatever. Well, well, I, I'm going
0: to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to send this to the, to the cuz cuz we're, you're talking, I go by the old man and you're the voice. So welcome to the old man and the voice. And we're, we're gonna, we're gonna do this again because think about what you'd like to share and we're gonna share it again. And I know you've been through a lot and I'm so glad that you're doing better. So Yeah, that's really
1: doing a lot better. Thank you.
0: All right. So yeah. I want you to listen all to right. my we'll closing. Again, I want you to listen to my closing because this is real important part of my show. So thanks, Jaime, and we will be back.
1: <laughs> Adios. See you later.
0: When you go to sleep tonight, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Think of all the stars in the sky. Okay. And remember okay. what he said what did he say follow your dreams yes who was that who said that i don't know i was asleep see you all right